What a nice shirt you have on there, Roger. Yes, I am proud to join your legions of merch-wearing guests. Yes, my 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 harem of guests grows larger. There's more people. <laughs> Do you like it? How well, is it? Very much. And so I, I, I know that you, you wanted me to review this shirt. Uh, this is the cheaper shirt, the $35 shirt, uh, the Area 51. And I showed it to our marketing director, oh, yeah? who who is in charge of our merch for a company with over 100 employees. And she said, the first thing she said was, that is a damn cool shirt. Fuck yeah. Hey. Uh, the second thing she said was, uh, this was printed by Infusion and not screen printing. And this is an extremely superior technique because it drives the ink into the fabric and the, you pretty much have to do this for this four-way stretch material that you've got here because otherwise the, it would come out you know it's like so you can't feel like the the ink pattern on it it has twice the resolution of screen printing uh which you can really see in yeah. this back you know uh with these really fine lines of the grid in the background it doesn't show in the preview it, the computer generated previews on the, the uh, website, the the shop site, don't do it justice. Yeah, uh, this is a fucking beautiful shirt. Thanks, uh, man. And uh, the uh, the construction is excellent. The material is excellent. Now, this is like I said, this is the cheaper shirt, the thirty five dollars shirt. So they call it cotton feel. They're not kidding. It feels exactly like cotton i have cotton shirts uh even though it is entirely synthetic uh the other thing that is not apparent which is if you look at where like the sleeve panels which are a completely different design mm -hmm. meet the torso the printing goes into the seam this shirt was printed as individual fabric panels first then it was assembled. Yeah. It was sewn into a shirt. This is extremely high quality. And Jamie, our marketing person, said that. It's like, yeah. When I told her what I paid for it, she said, well, that's what it costs if you want it done right. Fuck it's yeah. like, yeah, our company doesn't do that. Normally, when you order a logo T-shirt, they start with an assembled shirt mm -hmm. that's been you know, made in some place. Yeah, Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, and and then they say, well, this is a Hanes model, blah 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 blah, and uh, and they'll even uh, ship you one so you can test the fit and everything. Uh, but then uh, it's an assembled shirt, and they print on that. Mm -hmm. This shirt was printed as fabric panels, flat, yeah. and then it was assembled. And I think it had to be assembled in North America. And I think it may have even been assembled in the United States. Uh, so it, it's absolutely a beautiful piece of work. Thanks. And this, and this is my wheelhouse. I have worn pullover shirts pretty much every day of my life since I was 10 years old because a logo T-shirt for my school was the uniform for my middle and high school it's a habit that i continued after that and nowadays it's kind of the informal uniform for the company that i work for mm -hmm. uh, so this is basically how i have dressed my entire adult life and it is an absolutely beautiful wonderful shirt uh one thing i noticed is pulling it out of the plastic bag there was no hint of static electricity it just came out and it felt they say cotton feel it feels like cotton uh and it had no static electric now coming out of the dryer it did have a little i will say because i've washed it mm -hmm. uh, but it quickly faded as opposed to for example my work shirts which are logo tees and you can wear them all day long throw them in the laundry hamper and hear them crackling <laughs> from the static electricity after you have worn them all day long. Uh, this is a much, much higher quality product than that. Yeah. Uh, I am very happy with it. And I have ordered uh, a shirt. Uh, I've, I've, you know, this is, of course, Area 51. We got Bob Lazar. 
Bob Lazar here. And, uh, and I've ordered Fractal Pharaoh, and I didn't like... Uh, the thing about uh, that is you only have Fractal Pharaoh available in orange in the cheap shirt. I didn't put and, Oh, I didn't put up the other fuck. All right. Uh which is, you know, and and orange isn't really a color that I I, I think favors me. Uh so, I went ahead and splurged cuz I figured you would want me to review the better shirts anyway. So I I bought one of the better quality shirts. I bought it in gold fuck in the yeah. in the in the $50 sports shirt. Fuck yeah. Uh they they haven't shipped it yet, though. Yeah. So I don't know what's up with that. Uh, but uh, I figured the, the gold, you know, because this isn't, uh, this shirt, uh, our marketing director told me this is not screen printed, it's infused. And she took me on a little tour of how printing occurs for fabrics. And she said the, the, the process that they used to make this shirt uh, embeds the ink in the cloth. So it won't come out. So it's uh, it's permanent, and kind of you have to do that because uh, with screen printing, the ink kind of sits on top of the fabric, and if you have this four way stretch fabric, it sort of comes off. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she said she had been thinking of getting herself uh, an infusion printer uh, for her personal projects, but it would have been much smaller. It would not have been large enough to do a shirt. Mm-hmm. And it would have still been several thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and the other thing is that infusion printing, uh, even if you only have one color, it's like okay, this shirt is mostly blue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on screen printing, you get a discount for that if you only want to use one ink. But infusion printing is a CMYK four color process, mm-hmm. no matter what. If you if 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 you're printing an Alabama T-shirt and it's all red doesn't matter it's it's still a four color process it costs the same mm-hmm. uh so this is this is an extremely high quality process and uh you know it's, it's uh i only own one shirt uh that i would say is better quality than this one and that is one my dad gave me that had been sitting in a drawer in his bureau for at least 20 years and it is actually made of cotton and it doesn't have a custom dot, you know, uh, custom printing on it. It's it's obviously uh, made from cloth that was printed by the usual, you know, rotary methods and stuff. But it's a very nice shirt, and uh, the quality just isn't there to that extent nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, this shirt is, yeah. Uh, Jamie, you know, our, our marketing girl, said basically, you know, when I told her what I paid for this shirt, she said. That's what it costs. Yeah. You want it done right. Yeah. It's so uh so 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 yes, uh actual people who know what they're doing. If someone who does marketing for a company with more than a hundred employees looked at this shirt and said, That's a damn nice shirt. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Roger. I'm gonna I'm gonna splice that whole thing and upload that just as a clip as the review because I do, I do, I appreciate all those kind of words. You legitimately just made my day. I still, I'm still sick and I feel like shit. So that was a nice little candy coating. Damn. But, but it's, okay. but it's, that is what I, what I mean, one, the actual designs themselves. Like I go into, you know, I make them 8K files. They, I don't, there's no wasted space. There's no, you know, like video games with like yeah. huge maps, but like a lot of it's like a mountain that you can't use. When I make designs, they're fully the whole things. But the point is, is so it's... all those designs with clothes, though. I've started doing this. I originally went in, and I remember like like two years ago, I had a shirt made for my mom. I made her a Trump shirt. Right, it was a cotton shirt, a nice cotton shirt. I mean, it holds up. It's whatever, but it's a cotton shirt. It doesn't really. It it does. My logic is this: is sort of like with the podcast, right? I, I'm i not breaking any ground on cinematography or sound design or upload routine or, like, I'm not breaking ground on any of that. Like, so the one thing that I can do is just be me, have the conversations I have with the array of guests I have, right? I can go from Dale talking about, you know, invading Panama, and then I can jump to you and we can talk about big data, right? The point is, is I, I use what I have because I know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take on other YouTube channels on that level that they have whole teams that do their video. So with the shirts, I had the same logic with the, with the hoodies and with the shirts. 
and and, and the yeah. sweatpants is I looked at it as I was like, so where wh- what am I gonna do? Am I just gonna make a cotton shirt that says TPC? Like, no, I want to be able to to kind of win on my own terms. And my logic was is there are shirts that have like little they have like print areas. And then with every article of clothing, they have one kind, and it's called All Over. And it's where you can cover the whole thing. There's not a square. And so yes. for all the all, all the, the merch I make, all of it is all <laughs> over. Yeah, it's all over printing. And, I mean, including – well, this one isn't a good example. But, like, the hoodie of that on the inside, it's the newspaper. Yeah. Like, the cuffs are the newspaper. And uh, Dr. Dr. Michael Gian said the other week – Cause he got yes, one. I saw him. I saw him. He he was like, video doesn't do it justice, and I was like, that was my it biggest. Doesn't. That's that was my biggest thing. I was like, I just have to get people to buy. That's why I wear them every episode. But like, the, even the video doesn't do it. Ju- it's the highest resolution printing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah. Well, the uh, uh, Jamie told me that uh, the thing about infusion printing is that uh, in addition to infusing the ink into the fabric, it has double the resolution mm-hmm. of screen printing. So screen, screen printing is like 75 dots per inch, and infusion printing is more like 150. And, you, yeah, you've got these fine lines in this grid pattern. and they, I'm, I'm, they, They're not even showing on the video, even though I'm wearing the shirt. But, I mean, this is an absolutely beautiful shirt. I've never had... Uh, a piece of clothing with printing on it that is this nice. This Thanks, is uh, absolutely gorgeous piece Thank of you. work. Uh, and the you know, and, and of course it costs money. So oh, yeah, no, they're not cheap. None of it's cheap. There's no way around that. Yeah, but but like uh, you know, our marketing girl who who does marketing for a company with over a hundred employees said, "Well, if you pay thirty five dollars <laughs> for that, you know." Uh, that's what it costs. You know, it's like we don't do that nice. Uh, I have the uh, the logo shirts that I wear that have our company logo <laughs> on them. Uh, at the end of the day, after wearing them all day, I can throw them in the clothes hamper and hear them crackle yeah. with static electricity. Yeah, fuck that. And, which is, it's like that's it, yeah. it's, but but it's what you know. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, those are our shirts. So yeah. Uh, but I have worn shirts like this, like I said, every day of my life since you know for you know since I was ten years old. So you're talking about 40, 50 years, and uh, this is one of the nicest shirts that I own. Thanks, man. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to getting uh, fractal ferro gold in the heavier fabric, so I can hopefully review that for you next time. They haven't shipped it yet, though. It's like they got this one out quick. Yeah, Um, they're. I haven't figured out the science of like what takes them time and what doesn't. Sometimes, like this one with all the cherubs on it, uh just got this got like right out the door. And then, like, the one with, like, all the pharaohs on it, that one took, like, a month. I don't know. I don't know if it's complexity or if it's I'm just hitting them at weird times. But, yeah, my logic is, yeah. like, I'm – and even when – even – so the other thing is when you're uploading the files to uh, to Shopify, it shows you what, like, the PPI is or the DPI, the dots per inch, right? And it uh, it recommends you don't go below, like, 120 and you can go higher up. So what I the, because I can do it on individual panels, I don't have to get one file to cover the whole thing. I'll do one file for each panel. So the 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 dots per inch. I mean, some of them get up to like three and four hundred. Like it's insane yeah. resolution. And again, my logic is is they're expensive. I mean, there's no way around it. This hoodie was like sixty five bucks. Like, but I know when people see them. It's, and for everybody listening, this wasn't planned. Roger and I did not play. This isn't some, Roger, I want you to wear my shirt. I'm sick <laughs> as fuck. I, I, I literally just pulled myself off the toilet. I was like, podcast time. Let's do this. So this is, this is hand over my heart. This is a genuine conversation. It's My logic was is people are going to see them. And it's kind of like Hydro Flask. You know, the flask with the vacuum uh, insulation that keeps shit cold for like two days. They don't do any advertisements, not on TV, not on radio, not on Internet, nothing, because they know when people use it, other people are like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. 
I remember my well, roommate. It's kind of like not. To, it's kind of like not doing any promotion on my novel. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, right? It's you know, <laughs> people people recommend it. It it goes around. It, yeah. It's like you know, um, the you know, it's these are these are, are are nice though, and it's like I know that you probably haven't done any of the t-shirts yet, but it's like the high to. The high temperature today is almost eighty degrees, and yeah, it's can't. not even summer yet. Yeah, you can't. You, so yeah, no. so hoodies hoodies are not a practical thing down here. Yeah, uh, you know, and and my wife actually showed me when I when I told her about this whole thing with you know the the, the t shirt. She said, "Oh yeah," and I bought a hoodie, and she brought it out and showed it to me. Of course, she's bird watcher so it was bird themed it was one of the people that she knows on the internet and she says like i bought this to, to support the guy but she had only worn it like four or five times because the weather is never right for it yeah. it's either it's either hot or it's raining which yeah. is not really good for uh hoodies with cloth outer coverings either so uh yeah it's like welcome to louisiana yeah uh, you know but these shirts it's like i gotta admit you stepped up to the plate when i told you it's like can you get me t-shirts and it's like hey fuck yeah uh, i really like it fuck this yeah nice i appreciate it no it's i need i need <laughs> i need to i definitely need to uh pivot and kind of transfer all the designs to t-shirts and different types of t-shirts because it is yeah it's hard and you need to get a couple you need to get a couple for yourself because of course it's it's getting to be summer you know <laughs> i, I, I saw that these. you were like have, cranking the air conditioner up so that you wouldn't yeah. you know like sweat to death in your hoodie uh no you should enjoy them yourself they yeah. uh they're very nice yeah uh at least this one now uh, the uh, the heavier ones are supposed to have the antimicrobial and the water control stuff for sports and stuff. So uh, when I when I get it, I'll uh, report to you on how that works. So it's like not that I'm going to do a workout in it because yeah. that's not Roger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but uh, but it's a heavier fabric and it's nicer construction. And it's more expensive, of course, and uh, I could get it in gold. Yeah. Yeah, and normally I would like gold. Not yeah. you, know, you don't get that printed on a T-shirt, but on this process, uh, actually, I got a feeling it's gonna look nice, dude. The Pharaoh one, not the not the the fractal Pharaoh. That one's that one's super high resolution too, but the mm-hmm. the gaudy one where it's just like the gold, yeah. dude. The I mean, it's insane, and you're going to look like a goofball if you wear it. No one can wear that. No one can pull off that hoodie. My friend wanted one. My friend's like 20 years older than me, and he was like, uh, he was like, I kind of get want to get one of those, but he's like, I think I'm too old for it, and I was wearing it, and I looked him, I looked him dead in the eye, and I go, no one at any age looks good wearing this. I was like, this isn't, there's no, there's no, no one wears this, and it's like, oh, yeah, 18-year-old. No, it's, it's King Tut's face with hundred dollar bills there's it's the whole the whole thing is like you can't kind of be gaudy so just own it and that's why i was like that's why i was like what are what are the cuffs in the hood gonna be and i was like well it's already gold and so i was like if donald trump wore a hoodie what would it be and i was like well there'd be hundred dollar bills so that's what i did but like like this one this oh and another thing so with the images that i upload not only do i upload individual ones for each panel but I also run my images through uh, an AI upscaler. So I kid you not, the files I upload are like 30 by 35,000 pixels. It's, 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 dude, I mean, it's insane. I mean, I up, I have to leave it up overnight. I had to, because I re-uploaded my whole library. And I did them like this. Like, I uploaded this. But be, because I did it, like, you can zoom, like... Again, the video doesn't do it justice, but you can like go yeah. in on his hand, like looking in the mirror. Yeah, the, he has yeah, the, the, the video doesn't do this shirt justice because you've got like yeah. this fine grid thing going on over the entire surface. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, super fine resolution, little white lines in this blue, like, uh, you know, uh, blueprint mm-hmm. sort of thing. And it's gorgeous. It's, it's like, I mean, I've never seen detail like it before in a piece of clothing. It's yeah. Just like, 
Yeah. And, and and that's what Jamie told me was that it was like, oh, yeah, you can do this with Infusion. This is like yeah. one of the things it makes possible. No one knew that. You know, and, and the thing is also because it's four-way stretch fabric, you know, you can and, – and, and all this. You have to do that because if it was screen printed, the ink would just fall off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's like you so say you have a higher quality fabric. You have a higher quality – of the printing process, and then uh, it has to be assembled in the, uh, you know, it might be Mexico, but it's probably in the U.S. Uh, and in any case, it's in North America, so it's not like, you know, you get a bunch of shirts from Vietnam or something. Uh, no, this is actually uh, a, a serious custom piece of construction, and uh, I'm extremely happy with this one, and looking really forward to when the next one arrives. Fuck yeah! And but after that, I'll uh, I'll probably get one more. I'm seriously looking at Archimedes Kai. Uh, then I will actually have enough shirts to take a vacation and not have to wear a work shirt. Because the last time I actually took a vacation, I realized that I didn't have enough shirts that didn't have the company logo on them to not wear a company shirt every day for a week. So <laughs> this solves that problem for me. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's... And that's what happens to you when you work at a company for 35 years and it's like you just start taking it for granted. It's like, yeah, I only need two shirts that aren't, you know, logoed. Uh, And it's like, then you take two weeks off and it's like, fuck, I don't have any shirts that don't have the company logo on them. So, yeah, it's we're we're fixing that. Yeah, dude, it's again, I hope my logic is, is that I hope people see them and i just kind of hope it goes word of mouth like because i know they're ridiculous like when i wear this into like wawa and go get a sub i know people are looking at it for better or worse i know people are looking at it because it's a bunch of cherubs covered in tattoos like i know they're and to me like i I gotta meet them on my own playing field right because i'm not gonna master the hoodie i'm not gonna master the shirt like these clothes have already been created like so i gotta do what i can to and man, if there isn't some like sweet, sweet like victory, because designing these, like I remember designing that one, I put like a hundred plus hours into it, and I remember when I'd upload them to like Reddit, it's believable. Yeah, when I'd upload them to like Reddit, you know, a lot of people th- say like, "Oh, that's like a really cool design," and I'd be like, "Yeah, it took a hundred and seven hours," and they'd be like, "It doesn't look like it," and I'd be like, "Make sure you look at it on a desktop, not your phone." And so people would comment back, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, oh, yeah. I just pulled it up." But a lot of people pointed out, they're like, unless you have a desktop, you can't really appreciate this. And I was always thinking, like, fuck, is so much of their value hidden? I never in a million years yeah. planned for them to oh, be printed. It's, it's completely not obvious from the, the, the previews how, how just like how fine the detail is on, on these. I, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. And you're making like maximum use of the the printing process, uh, which isn't available if you're doing screen printing, because mm-hmm. it's like that. That's that. There, you're limited to like 75 DPI. And, yeah. You know, it's like, oh man, I got I got it. When I showed this to Jamie, she was like, oh yeah, it's like that. This is like this is DPI. I can do double the DPI. And it's like this. And also, even if your whole shirt is one color, it's still CMYK four color process because there's not like an ink discount if you only want one color. Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 you know when you're doing infusion, even if the whole shirt is one color, it's still a CMYK process. It costs the same. You know, it's it's doing it's just like getting a photograph printed. You know, it's like if you take a photograph of the Russian flag, it costs the same to get it developed as if you took a a photo of the American flag, you know, even though there's not oh, only one color there. So uh, she, she, she's like, you know, no, it's like this is the process that you choose when you want the absolute best result. And uh, it, it, and until you have one in hand and look at this, it's, it's, it's not really obvious. It's like even in the video, it's not obvious how much detail is in the design of this shirt, you know, the, the fine little, you know, grid like background and shit. It's like, it's absolutely beautiful. And, uh, I love it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's, 
that's that's our clothing review. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna be getting sick of it. Like Jesus Christ, we're just jerking each other off to, yeah. to the clothing quality. But hey, man, it's I appreciate it. And for everyone listening, that I didn't that wasn't planned. Roger and I didn't. Yeah, that so. wasn't some. So anyway, in other news, I got this. COVID vaccination. Got my second yeah, yeah, jab yeah. yesterday. How are you feeling? Uh, my arm is a little sore. Uh, I got lucky there. I had a couple of coworkers who had more, uh, you know, it's like they had a fever and you're out of sports for the day or two. Uh, I was pretty sure I wouldn't, though, because I'm pretty sure I also already had COVID. So mm-hmm. it's like my immune system knows what's going on here. But uh, with the immunization, it's better. Yeah. So, um, and Office Depot, and presumably Office Max, if that's what you got around, they're the same company now, will laminate your immunization card for free. Fuck yeah. Got yeah. that done this morning. I th- I think I have co- I think I have COVID, man. My mom thinks I just have allergies, but it's been like six days of like I am just shot, like just exhausted. I can't sleep enough, coughing nonstop. Just uh, coughing isn't really a COVID thing, though. That, I thought that, it was. That's not really. It's it's more uh, fever, flu-like symptoms. Yeah, if you're coughing, that's probably something else. Uh, you know, I had joint pain. I felt like my thighs were on fire. I literally, you know, I was exposed to one of the first hundred people in the state of Louisiana who tested positive and uh, went to work and they were disinfecting the building. And they were like, didn't you get our text that we sent at 3 a.m.? And it's like, no, I'm not in the habit of unlocking my phone at 6 a.m. before I drive to work to see if there's a text waiting so i get there and they're like what are you doing here uh i work here um so uh but the thing is uh so we started you know this was last april and we started you know we did we did about a month and a half of the working from home thing my company bought me a 4k monitor fuck yeah yeah had had to had that's i told can't do my job without it uh but the, uh, you know, one of my other coworkers lost his sense of taste. Another one had flu-like symptoms, classic COVID, but not quite bad enough to get a test. Because last April, you couldn't get a test unless you were half dead with fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, I thought, I was like, holy shit, I'm getting arthritis. I was like, I got out of bed and almost hit the floor because I couldn't stand up. I had to figure out new ways to tie my shoes because like my hips wouldn't, I couldn't bend over and all. And then, you know, well, you think, okay, well, that's reasonable. I was 56 years old. Uh, Shit like this happens. I'm getting kind of used to it. Mm -hmm. But then after a couple of weeks, it just sort of magically went away. It's like, well, arthritis doesn't magically go away. So that was when I got on, you know, online and, and, and I found out that in Wuhan where they tested everyone, they found, that uh, like 15% of the people who tested positive said their only symptom had been joint pain. Hmm. So it was like, oh, that's consistent. And the timing, there was a week gestation, two weeks of disease, and then it magically went away. Oh, I had COVID. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there was a lot of people last March, April, and May 2020 who probably had it and didn't realize or maybe they were wondering um but you know i I wasn't too worried about the vaccine because i figured you know it's like i was pretty sure i already had it but i also knew the vaccine is better than having had the virus at giving you more immunity for future interactions so i was like you know uh and it's 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 funny because it's like I became uh, eligible about a month about a month ago, um, and uh, the, the governor announced the change in the rules, and it was people who are sixty five or over, which neither of us are. My my wife is in her early sixties, and I'm in my late fifties. 
And uh, but they had a bunch of uh, if you have any of these comorbidities, then you're eligible. <laughs> and so I got home that Friday, the day that they announced the change. And my wife was like, Monday, you got to sign up. You got to go find a place. He's like, OK, it's like you're, you're eligible now. And I'm like, e- yeah, but I'm not 65. And she's it's like, yeah, but you have coronary artery disease. And the way she said it was like I won the fucking lottery. Roger, <laughs> Roger. Wake up, Roger. It's Christmas. You have yeah, you can get the vaccine. You have. <laughs> so, and so I did. Uh, and and uh, interestingly, uh, she was getting her first shot yesterday about the same time I was getting my second and final one. Because um, now everybody is eligible. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, now, you know, but also yesterday they had a news item that said uh, 35% of white people and 15% of black people in Louisiana told the pollster they were not going to get the vaccine. Now, the math and the epidemiology says we need 80% to get true herd immunity so that it is actually safe to have football stadiums full of fans mm-hmm. and all the rest of the shit that we remember from two years ago. Um, and as you know, I, I self-identify as kind of a left liberal type of person. Uh, but my reaction to that is that it's like, okay, we go a month or two, okay, and we get to a point where uh, instead of people trying to jump the line, they're offering vaccination slots and people are not taking it up. And we give them a month. We give them, you know, plenty of time. Because the thing is, even if you only get one shot of the Pfizer and Moderna, that still pretty much guarantees that you won't end up in the hospital, you won't end up on a ventilator, and you won't die. Now, it doesn't guarantee that you can't get the disease. It doesn't guarantee that you won't transmit it to someone else. That's what the booster is Mm -hmm. for, is to make sure that you are completely immune. But what I'm thinking is, you know, you, you get to a point where everyone has had a chance. And then just open the fucker up. Yeah, 100% at, 100% at the sports stadium, huh. 100% at the restaurants. Let the restaurants do whatever the fuck they want anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because then the only people left, the people who are going, who yeah, the cho- only people who are like fucked by this are the medical guys. Sorry, sucks to be you. There's going to be another wave of people who are stupid and who are going to end up in the ER and all that. But there is not a vaccine for stupid. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. my thinking there is, you know, on our very first podcast, you, you you mentioned when you were telling me that you like to collect conspiracy theories and shit, and you mentioned that I like the stuff that's the room temperature IQ. And it's like, I love that phrase. It's like, okay, when I hear, when, when I think of the phrase room temperature IQ, people who aren't going to get vaccinated against covid float to the top yeah it's like okay at some point darwin comes along and finishes the job yeah it's like i'm I'm like okay yeah it's like okay yeah let's not do covid passports okay yeah it's like in in another two or three months everyone who actually wants to be vaccinated Will will have a chance to at least have the first shot yeah. of, a, of, of the two shot series, and after that, if you haven't, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's like I'm the left liberal guy, and I'm saying is like, you know, at, at some point you've just got to say, fuck that guy. <laughs> so, yeah, if, yeah. If, if you give everyone an opportunity, and yeah, you make sure everyone has the chance. Yes, and you then put, you put the warnings on the cigarettes. You put the calories on the Big Mac container. If you want to go eat it and get morbidly obese, hey, it you, it's on you. You know, 
Everyone knows you should what? Have 2,000 calories a day. If you're eating four Big Macs and they're at 1,100 a day, that's on you. You know, it's at a certain point. Everyone knows like, hey, you're free to smoke cigarettes. Some people, they're free to smoke and they say like, hey, we're all dying no matter what. I enjoy cigarettes. Knock yourself out. You know, at a certain point, it's at a certain point you are free to do that is if you don't want to get it it's one of my best friends is a heavy smoker he's like uh you know i I mean seriously it's like he can't go more than 15 minutes without uh ducking out of the restaurant to have a another smoke break and but he knows yeah you're you're a you're you're a sentient adult that you're you're allowed to do that but I think, uh, you know, it's like the people who are just like, uh, I'm not going to get vaccinated because, you know, do you realize what a fucking miracle it is that we have these vaccines? I mean, n- nothing like this has ever happened before in human history. This was like a scientific miracle that they managed to get these vaccines in production in just a year. Mm-hmm. I mean. In the past, it would have been four or five years. I mean, it's like nothing like this ever happened. You know, mm-hmm. nothing like this happened in 1918, mm-hmm. the last time we had it. But everyone's in the, you know, fucking denial. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, no, this isn't happening. It, the, one of the most heartbreaking things is, is, is reading the accounts of, of medical people who are going, it's like they've got people in the intensive care unit. They're about to put on ventilators and going, this can't be happening. COVID isn't real. It's like, yeah, you've got COVID. It's This is why you have pneumonia. And, mm-hmm. and they're denying it to the last, literally their dying breath. Yeah. It's like, well, you can't cure that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, no, I, I think, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's sad, but I, I do think it's someone's freedom to i think it's sad seeing someone eat themselves to death i think it's sad you know i worked at a liquor store man it was sad seeing the same guy come in every morning and get the same thing and it it was like hey but you know it was a, probably me it's probably you yeah right <laughs> but at a certain i mean this guy was a, he had, this guy's a successful guy he just you know couldn't he had to drink or he you know get withdrawals and you know it's Part of you wants to jump and say, like, that guy shouldn't be allowed to drink for his own good. But that's a very slippery slope. And, you know, at a certain point, there is the division between, you know, we are not a nanny state. If you want to not get a vac, okay, you're probably going to die. You're an, you're an older guy. You got whatever yeah. lung problems. You're pro- But at a certain point, you know, it's... You have a chance. Uh, you, 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 people have, yeah, exactly. You know, hey, and man, if you don't want to take it, then you, you take your chances. And that's and that's on you. And if you die, you know, I'm not going to laugh at anyone who dies, but I mean, hey, that's on you, right? You know, if your hobby is base jumping, that's awesome. <laughs> I'll be sad if you die, but at the same time, it's kind of like you know, you're you're well, you're, you're, you're walking on that edge, right? Or, or wingsuiting. I, I saw sure, a video yeah. of a guy who was doing the wingsuit thing, and he went face first into the side of a bridge. Yeah, done. Yeah, it was like, I've yeah, it was like there's yeah. blood all over the place. And, uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's a thing that can happen if yeah. you're going. I've, I've, had on, I've had on Sean Coots uh, three times now. He is a professional wingsuiter. He teaches like wingsuit courses. He taught, you know, he taught skydiving to like uh, the Army Rangers. He was qualified to teach special ops, you know, how to learn how to do a, a jump out of a plane. You know, this guy's done tens of thousands of jumps. I've had him on here. If you watch him talk, he's the, he never gets excited. He's the most just low baseline. And it's like he just jumps out of planes all day. And he, you know, and you're just like, well, there's a guy that like, he knows the equipment upside down and backwards, and that's just his. He's like, I don't have kids. He got a vasectomy. He was like, I don't have kids. I don't. He's like, I'm not married. I'm not leaving anyone behind. You know, sure, my parents would be sad, but he's like, this is what I love. And you know, if something goes wrong one day, okay. But you know, I am choosing to live a life where every day of my life I get to fly, and like, that's your choice. That, that's, that's your yeah, choice. That's your- that's an extremely mature attitude toward it too. I have to admire that. Yeah. And that's just, but what I mean is like, 
you know, you can't have me coming in there and being like, all right, buddy, you've jumped tens of thousands of times. You're going to die. Not at a certain point, man. You got to go. Are you hurting anyone else? No. Okay, go for it. No. You know, it's that's and, that, I, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like they, the the math says we need 80 percent. Yeah. They have heard. <coughs> but we're not going to get that because we have too many people. You can't hear stupid. Well, and you will. You will it. get herd immunity when when those people die off. Right. And I'm not trying to be callous. So, it's because I know people that aren't going to get it. And I, you know, I'm not going to speak ill of that. I have friends who and, are physicians. And honestly, most of them will live. Yeah. It only yeah. kills about 5% of pe- the people who get it. Yeah. But it, if, if, if you're going to be like that, if you're going to say, well, I'm, I'm going to be room temperature IQ and say, I'm not going to get the vaccine because I have this dumbass idea about it, then I'm, you know, it's like a certain point, we just have to say, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not going to hurt me because I'm vaccinated. You're not going to hurt my wife because she's vaccinated. You're not going to hurt any of my friends who got vaccinated. You're going to hurt yourself and people like you. Uh, you know, now, uh, my wife, who's only had one jab, might actually get the virus and, and spend a couple of weeks being kind of sick, but she's not going to die. Mm-hmm. You know? So this is the sort of thing we live with anyway. Yeah. And, like the uh, we get to that point where it's fifty or sixty percent, and we make sure that everyone who wants it has had a chance to get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because everyone that I care about has jumped at it at the very first opportunity. My wife has been super pissed that she couldn't get it until this week. Uh, you know because. Of the age she was one year below the age cut off but now she's got it okay so it's like they've jumped at it they've you know you know they've had people trying to jump the line and now you're gonna get people who are just like oh i'm not gonna do that it's like okay fine it's like you know once we get to 50 or 60 percent then what's gonna happen the only people that are really going to be negatively affected by this or the medical professionals who have to deal with another wave of assholes coming into the emergency rooms and ending up on ventilators and shit. But then that's going to pass and it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that, 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 that's where, I, that's where I am on this. It's like, yeah. Uh, you know, six months ago, I would have said, you know, the people who are saying, well, let's just open it up and all are just, you know, fucking selfish assholes. But uh, at this point, uh, I'm ready to say, no, actually, the fucking selfish assholes are the people who aren't taking advantage of the fact that we can fix this now. And then, all right, let them die. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, Darwin, Darwin is, Darwin's law is in effect here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I have to. I have to play devil's advocate. I have two friends. One is my age. One is closer to your age. Both are physicians. Both are much smarter than me. Both refuse to get the vaccine. And like, at a certain point, I have to go. Are are they? Stu- or these are guys that I, I can't tell you because it will narrow it down. Incredibly intelligent people. Ivy League med school intelligent, like. MD, PhD. Who am I to well, tell them that they have to do it? You know, I just, I don't know. Uh, I mean, well, I, I'm, be, I can't argue with them because what the fuck am I going to argue about? They're going to run me. Intelligence has different dimensions, though. And so you can actually be smart enough to, you know, get into medical school and pass and, and be really kind of unwise at life decisions or susceptible to things like conspiracy theories, which is, of course, a hobby horse of yours. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, a lot of the people who uh, get ensnared in conspiracy theories aren't stupid. They're the opposite. They're, they're ensnared because it's so seductive mm-hmm. that you have all of these little tricks and traps and, and angles and shit that, that, that connect uh, in ways that you think maybe no one has ever seen mm-hmm. and the uh yeah but, no, but, it, but at the 
to, to further at the defer- end of the day, to, to, you have to live in the real world with the rest of us. Yeah. No, I mean, to further complicate it, both these friends of mine, they're not on, they're not on just playing devil's advocate. They're not unwise. They're, they're wildly intelligent and they're both super liberal. So like it, it doesn't, this thing doesn't fit in the, which is why, like I said, at a certain point, I just have to go, just like how you and I, we agree to disagree on things at a certain point, I have to look at them and be like, I, okay. I mean, okay. Like I, I, I can't, I literally can't argue, you know, I took college molecular biology. You got a PhD in it from Stanford. You, you know, you practice medicine at Duke. I don't know. What, but, okay, like, what am I going to argue with them about? <laughs> like, you know? Well, it's like, what is your rationale for not doing it? They think that it was, both of them think that one of them is in epidemiology, thinks that the vaccine was rushed, and they would rather wait and see what happens after a year. They're not, they're not never vaxxers, if that's a term. They're more so just like, I'm going to watch the, I'm going to watch the, the, the experiment go on for another 12 months and then like, yeah, then I'll slap it in again. Well, as long as I'm taking precaution, you know, the yeah. other precautions against, uh, exposure, then that's not a completely stupid, uh, again, yeah. Again, I, I can't, I can't point at them or argue with them. Cause I'm like, <laughs> they can run circle. So, you yeah, know, it's like, I'm not gonna, no. I'm not going to tell Dale, <laughs> Dale, you know what? You should really flash bang the left door and then go in the, like, what the fuck am I, you know? Hey, Dale, I play a lot of Call of Duty. I know that you breached a door in Panama, and I know that you worked for the agency. But listen, I play a lot of Call of Duty, all right, when I listen to audiobooks, okay? And, you know, let you step aside. You know, let me tell you what to do. It's kind of like, it's like that, you know? Like, I'm not... You know, I'm not going to tell pilots like, no, you really got to, you know, let me tell you about this. I failed calculus, but let me tell you, Mr. Manning, about how you want to land that rover on Mars. At a certain point, I'm just like, ah, agree to disagree, I guess. Like what, you know, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you how to write sci-fi, Roger. You know, it's, you're. oh, we haven't said it yet. Roger Williams, author of my favorite book, Metamorphosis of Prime Intellect, available on Lulu and Amazon, will be in the link in the description. I'm not going to tell you how to write, you know, it's. I, I to me this is just again it's I guess it's more of my own practice of you know trying to open my mind more in everything. Every dude, every day I try to find the best fucking things that the Biden administration's doing. I'm not gonna get anywhere just sitting here going, Trump should have won. <laughs> that's not gonna get me anywhere. I'm just gonna be a miserable fuck. So every day I try to find the best things that's going on and just fucking cheer it on. Like all else is madness. What am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and go, I don't like being white with blue eyes. It's not changing. You know, knock on wood, maybe genetic experiments in the next 20 years. But I mean, at a certain point, it is what it is, you know. So I guess so I, tell me now that, that that brings up a, a, an interesting thing, though, because knowing your politics and everything, what do you like the Biden has done? I'm curious. Yeah. Genuine. Genuinely curious. Unlike the, I, this is not popular with with my conservative friends. I think I didn't expect it to be. No, no, no. Yeah, listen, I, I think loads of. I generally think immigrants are 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 good. I'm not, you know, illegal. Like no, you, like you can't. That's not a nation. You don't have a nation if you can't control the flow of people. That being said the hardest working smartest friends i have in my life one who's one who's a bodybuilder one's a physical therapist two of them are physicians one went to harvard they're all first generation immigrants from africa south korea bulgaria and kosovo we are a nation of immigrants what i mean is they're the hardest working people and they're the people who are going to they come from war torn areas their parents you know their parents don't have high school degrees. They truly are. So well, they are. They aren't complacent. They know what it costs. Well, that's what I mean. And then, so I no, I, I I don't think it's good to just open the borders and let people fly in. I just I think that's a legitimate threat issue. However, but nobody is actually doing that. However, however, I tend to think 
more immigrants are better. I, I just think they're harder working. And you that might come across as racist. Like, But I mean, dude, you know, when someone really hustles, you know, it's like... Uh, no, yeah. I don't think that's racist. No, no, I think, I'm, I think I'm trying to. An accurate, I think that's an accurate assessment of what you. The hardest you're working. Talking about someone who worked hard as fuck to get here. Well, not only uh, that, but it's like, you know, you know, it is a racist comment when it's like, well, who else is going to do the jobs we don't want to do? No, but seriously, you have to be hungry to do that shit. Okay, you have mm-hmm. to be hungry. So if you're out there on a corner offering to be a day worker for twenty dollars to go pull roots all day in the Atlanta sun. Man, that's someone who's going to hustle. That's what this nation's built on. Another thing, I do like that he shot back at, at the CCP in the South China Sea, sending our naval forces there. You know, it's that is the, the trope I fell for. Uh, the Democrats going to be weak. You know, it's like everyone saying not JFK the, was going to be weak. Guy, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's like everyone saying JFK was going to be weak, and then JFK came in saying Eisenhower was weak. We need more bombers. You know, people shot on or shat on, shit on Obama because he wanted to have less people in detention facilities in Guantanamo. What a lot of people don't know is Obama kind of did a funny caveat. He said, just do more drone strikes because you can't have detainee problems if no one survives. Hey man, it's a zero sum world and I, and I respect that. It's look, I have to find these things and I have to and this is one thing I will say. I did like Trump. Like I'm not going to I'll never deny that. I own everything I say. Dude, I voted for Obama, I voted for Romney, I voted for Bernie and then I voted for Trump. I own I I grow and I change. I will say I will say that you know trump hadn't it, it's not it cannot be denied he had a booming uh economy and you know people that are suffering that perhaps were making more money than before i get their standpoint where they're like i don't give a fuck if he's crass you know i have more money i get it sure that being said this is superficial but i do I think you gotta have a a, a boring diplomat in the White House. <laughs> Trump was funny, and I know a lot of people are like, "No, he was a Nazi." I thought it was funny. You gotta have a very boring diplomatic person. If if at for the very least, you just need a facade, right? I like that. I just do. I think the White House should be boring. It shouldn't be sexy. It should be very boring. But we we fully agree on that. Then yeah, it's you know it's Trump was a fever dream that was just a weird four years. Woke up in a sweat. Like the (laughs) fuck happened? But you know you you do you know it's the same reason why why Patton you know, or MacArthur were never, uh, never rose up like Eisenhower did because Eisenhower, despite knowing how battles were fought and how wars were fought, he wasn't, Eisenhower didn't know any less than Patton or MacArthur. It's not that he didn't see the bloodshed. I mean, he oversaw the largest amphibious invasion in the history of man. But what he saw was that you also have to be diplomatic Whereas Patton was, you know, was Patton's quote, we're going to kill these goddamn crowds and we're going to grease our tank treads with their guts. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm, that's what you want, you know. That's what you want in World War II when you're fighting literal Nazis. Sure, you want that pit bull of a man, you know. But, when but it not com- in politics after it's when, over. When it comes to higher tiers, right, you know, you have to have someone that knows when to when to to dial it down even if in their mind they are still a Patton and they're thinking fuck this guy fuck this stupid hippie piece of shit there is a certain level of intellect that shows to just put on a face it's at the very least you know again it's it's one thing I've found with this podcast is when someone says something I don't agree with don't don't roll up your sleeves and hit them back at the very least, just practice hearing something you don't like 
and not trying to insult that person or come back and win the conversation. It doesn't have to be a win. It doesn't have to be a one point Tommy, one point Roger, two points Roger, two points Tommy. So I do like, you know, and again, I can see people, well, you know, Trump was an outsider, threw a wrench in this. Yeah, sure. I get it. And I get it. And look, I I, I liked him. I'll, I can, I don't need someone to tell me why people liked him. I know why, because I know why I liked him. I like for it to, you got to have a diplomat. You just do. You, you, at the very least, just for some level of normality, at the level of nations meeting who have nuclear weapons, you know, you, you got to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. Yeah. I do. Speaking, uh, yeah. Speaking I, as, uh, Gary and Williams, twenty twenty eight, when uh, <coughs> everybody else their own nuclear weapon. Well, we will be diplomatic about it. We will not be wearing hoodies. We will be wearing suits with American flag pins. But even then, right? We are putting on a mask and we're we're dressing it up. But it's, I mean, it's like what Kennedy said about uh, you know, Curtis Lemay. Curtis Lemay was, you know, general. He's the head of strategic air command. He was the inspiration for the uh, the crazy general in Doctor Strange Love. I mean, dude, Curtis Lemay was a was a war hero. He he never sent his bombers over Japan unless he he would never send them on a mission. He would never send them. He always led the missions. Like literally was in the plane at the front. Yeah. You have to respect that. He helped push for the end of the war. He finished the war through brutal means. He was in charge of strategic air command, all of our nuclear missiles. He was in the Oval Office. You can listen to the tapes with him, JFK and RFK. Kennedy would often say, you don't want Curtis LeMay uh, determining whether or not you go into a war. Because this guy is, this is a guy that he used to send uh, American bombers at supersonic speeds and then they'd stop right at the Russian border and come back. And, you know, someone, someone once said, uh, aren't you afraid that that might set off World War Three?" And he said with a little no, luck. He was hoping that it would. Well, he yes. said with a little luck it will. Okay, that's insane. That being said, Kennedy would say, you don't want LeMay determining whether or not you go into a war. But if you are in war, you want to have a LeMay on your side. You want to be able to let loose the dog. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean Kennedy was any less willing to, to take out the Soviets if needed. But you have to be able to put on a face, right? You have to say what you will about Joe Rogan or being a dumb over. The dude knows how to, at the very least, hold a conversation with someone that maybe he doesn't agree with. I think there's something to be said for that. And I will and I'm sure most people are listening, well that doesn't fucking matter. But like, yeah, I get it, dude. I, I didn't vote for Biden, all right? I was you know, there, there's no there's no Tommy, are you a liberal? Look, man, I, I like a boring well, guy. I asked you the question. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Tommy. I like I like a boring guy. I, I like a boring guy. I would love a Trump in the Pentagon. You want that. You want the guy you know, because it's like here's our scary pit bull. Don't, you know, don't let it make him put him off the leash. But, dude, in the White House, you you want a boring godfather. That's what you want. You want a very boring patriarchal or matriarchal figure, right? Let's say Biden kicks the bucket and Kamala takes over. I'm okay with that. It's a, a fucking just a measured person. Just, I don't agree with their politics, but, I mean, goddamn, like a fucking... I'm not going to sit here and, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and pound my feet and say everything bad about him. Because that... Well, Joe was a senator for 20 years, and Kamala's been a prosecutor. A prosecutor! Which is, is like, one of the reasons the liberals uh, across the board didn't like her. Because, you know... uh, And... it's like, sorry, I'm caught. It's it's like what Tim Dillon said. He was like, you know, conservatives, they're okay with a Kamala Biden ticket. You know why? Because it's an old white guy that passed the crime bill, and it's a woman that doesn't care about locking people up. You know, a bunch of old crusty Republicans are going. I can play ball with them. They're demons like me. You know, and it's like, <laughs> it's 
It's yeah, and there's a lot of de- there's a lot of Democrats who are like super sketchy about it. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, but uh, I'm I'm happy as uh, a lifelong Democrat and left leaning person. I think that this uh, administration is doing pretty damn good. Yeah, and like I can't for four years make fun of my liberal friends. Or, or sit on a high horse. And, you know, the one analogy I, I beat into the ground was the president is the pilot of this plane. And this plane has a left wing and a right wing. If you you don't want to cheer on your, your, your pilot's failures. Ha! He's fucked. He's nosediving this thing right into a mountainside. Because, hey, even though you're on the left wing and I'm on the right wing, the reality is, is we're all in this fuselage with wings full of fuel heading towards a granite mountain face. None of us are going to survive. Uh-huh. I can't for four years use that analogy and, you know, you know, scoff at my liberal friends and say, like, at the very least, you should want your president to succeed. Sure, vote him out, but you should want him to succeed. I can't do that and then not hold myself to that same standard. So what am I going to do? Ha! Biden really fucked us. Ha, China's gonna take over America. Woo, you guys are fucked. It's like Tommy, where what what do you where do you live? You live in America. You know, it's what Curtis LeMay said to JFK in the Oval Office during the Cuban missile Cuban missile crisis. You can hear it on tape. LeMay says to JFK, "You're in quite a fix." And Kennedy goes, "What did you say?" And he goes, "You're in quite a fix." And Kennedy goes, "You're right there with me." And Kennedy later later uh, said, to, I think RFK, he was like, like Curtis LeMay was looking at me, kind of like, man, you are so fucked. They're gonna nuke us. It's like, dude, you're fucked too. You know, we're in the same plane. So I can't. There is no one. It's just hypocritical. But two, there, uh, there's no, there's no logic in that. I have to look for the good things the president's doing. I have to find the good things. If not from if not for my own sanity, how can you? How can someone wake up every day and just talk about how bad the pre- like, dude? You're gonna go insane. It's gonna drive you to hitting the bottle every day. Like, so I don't know if that answers your question. I know I've been ranting for like twenty minutes. No, I've, I've, I I I found that a very satisfactory answer. Thanks. I know it was all over the place. No, I, it's, I feel uh, like dog yeah. shit. But no, it's uh. <laughs> It's a complicated situation, and and also you're sick. And, uh, uh, no, uh, but yeah, you, uh, yeah, we we all have to deal with the situation and the people that we have to deal with. Yeah, so. yeah, it's. Um, it's never gonna. So, so anyway, uh, I'm I'm thinking you probably aren't going to be in the mood to hear another reading that might uh, last an I, hour or more. No, I I can't do one today, dude. I'm I'm fucking sick of shit. I, I understand that. I'm sorry, so, Roger. Hey, eventually we'll do it. <laughs> eventually we'll fucking. <laughs> eventually we'll fucking get. I mean, you're not going anywhere. You you don't have my permission to stop appearing on this podcast, so we will get to it. But uh, it's no, I'm I'm just I've been I've been doing a actually we're, we've gone for an hour and four minutes. I've been doing a, a hard I've been cutting people off at exactly normally, as you know, the guest tells me when they're finished. And I'm like, oh, OK, for the past, I think from episode 401 through today, I've had to tell people beforehand. I'm like, dude, I can give you 45 minutes to an hour after that. Um, I'm going to literally shit my pants and or throw up so no i don't I, I can't i can't be a good audience to uh to a reading right yeah. now no look so say yeah you uh you don't want to be uh f- screwing yourself over i'm yeah. i'm i'm fine hey, that's, that's, whatever okay so are we done for the day i don't know i'm trying to i'm 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 thinking so I'm, I'm having on this author at the end of the month named David Vine, who wrote a book called Base Nation. It's a nonfiction uh, about the U.S. military bases abroad. And it really is an examination. It's the most realistic and uh, 
uh, what, what word am I looking for? Best sampled, if you will, look at the military industrial complex. Like we hear that term thrown around. Everyone's heard the Eisenhower speech. Sure, we get it. Mm -hmm. Deep state, government, military. Yeah, I get it. His take on his book on the military bases around the world has, unlike anything else, any other book I've ever read, has truly made, has truly convinced me, oh, the military industrial complex cannot be stopped. It's, and that has in some sense brought me some peace because I've realized, oh, it can't be stopped. The machine moves forward. And yeah, it's just, there's been a little peace with that. It was like, what's the first thing Biden did is we bombed Syria and it's like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. All right. We're back. We're back, baby. And it's, I don't know. That book has that book has brought me peace in the most unlikely way, through sheer terror. It has made me realize, like, oh, there's a multi-trillion-dollar defense behemoth, and it runs the world. Yeah, well, except that it used to be called the War Department. Yeah, now we call it defense. But there's nobody that we're defending ourselves against. Well, it's what like Ed Snowden said. He was like, national security doesn't mean what you think it means. It means the security of the nation, meaning the top elite. What it really means is Washington, D.C. elite security. But they just call, hey, man, well, when you have trillions of dollars, what can you afford? A great PR department. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense, man. They know how to they know how to flip it. They know how to change it. Right. Um but it's like what Frank Zappa said. Uh, politics is just the entertainment branch of the military-industrial complex, or the military, the entertainment division. Yeah, Zappa was a very underrated person. He had a lot of very smart things to say. Zappa had some great quotes. Roger, I feel like I'm going to throw up soon. So. Um. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I've been there. Let's done that actually. Uh, got those like those like clammy sweats where i go from freezing to just sort of like okay i can kind of feel my stomach rolling so yeah well you don't want to throw up in your good hoodie so uh let's you know i'll 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 suggest that we wrap it up then okay yeah like we've had a good we've had a good little episode here we had a i don't even what the fuck is the title of this episode gonna be because we had three distinct phases Shameless merch plug, vaccinations, what I like about the Biden administration. There's really no way I can, I don't. I would say vaccinations. I'm trying to steer clear of that because I'm I kind of have to piss off all of your regulars. No, 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 no. I have no, no, no. I have my own. I have this my own game I'm playing now where I try to make it so that YouTube doesn't put one of those little banners underneath the title. Like, if I put JFK in the title, they put one of those little banners, and it's like, John F. Kennedy was assassinated. A lot of conspiracy theorists, if you say COVID, it's COVID-19. If you put election if you put election fraud, they used to put a banner. Now you just get suspended. I kind of play my own little game now, where I try to dodge their little their little banners. So. Well, I can't help you there. That That's your, uh, that's your game. I don't, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying what I would what I would do was would probably be to say vaccinations and say the rest of it was. Yeah, you're probably right. We'll go with vaccinations. Ugh, I feel like shit, Roger. I legitimately feel like dog shit. Let's wrap this one up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's like I had the second vaccination. It's like my arm still hurts a little bit, but. Uh, not in a serious way, so I'm I'm good with that. But yeah, you're you're looking kind of green. I'm feeling kind of green. I think I'm gonna go use the restroom. <laughs> I'll see you, Roger. I'll text you when it's up. Godspeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs>